Good evening to those who decided to come back. Um, yes, we'll, I'll take a page out of Kevin Jackson's book. We'll start off with a story. Some of you may have heard this story, but anyway. A minister who planned to preach a dramatic sermon on the second coming of Christ in order to produce a dynamite delivery, he had memorized his message and prepared a clever introduction. On this particular Sunday morning, he began, to, began his sermon by rushing from the back of the platform to the front, shouting with his right arm in the air, I am coming soon. All of a sudden, his mind went blank. So he retreated to the back of the platform to begin again. He thought the rest of the sermon would come to him. Vigorously, he rushed forward to try it again, shouting, I am coming soon. Again, his mind went blank. So again, he retreated to the back of the stage for a third time. ready to try it again, believing that the third time would be the charm. He rushed forward again, shouting, I am coming soon. But this time, he fell off the stage into the lap of an elderly woman who was sitting on the front pew. As the congregation began to laugh, he apologized to her, but she said, that's okay. You warned me three times by saying, I am coming soon, but I didn't expect that you would end up in my lap. Now, let's look at some passages about Jesus' coming and some ways we may emphasize that. Jesus speaks of his coming soon in Revelation 22. It starts with Jesus is coming soon. He need not apologize if we are not ready for his coming. Turn to Revelation 22:7. Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is he who keeps the word of the prophecy of this book. Skip down to verse uh, 12 through 14. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense to repay everyone for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they might have the right to the tree of life, and that they may enter the city by the gates. Don't we all want that? In Matthew 
chapter 24, when Jesus comes back and it shall happen as suddenly as the lightning streaks across the sky. It will be as unexpected as the thief who breaks into your home. Here's another story. Burglars broke into a New York firm that manufactures burglar-proof glass to put indoors. To get in, they smashed a big glass panel door. They even managed to get away with some of the merchandise. After the break-in, the president of the company replied, it never occurred to us to put our own burglar-proof glass into the door. This company, which is in the burglar-proof business, was not expecting a thief in the night. Question, aren't there many Christians that, that are like that company? As we go about our daily work, and our daily business, it does not ever occur to us that Jesus is coming like a thief in the night. Yet, believers in Jesus are to watch for his coming. For emphasis, turn to Matthew chapter 24, verses 42 through 44 again. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him or even know. In Luke 18, 8, Jesus asked a penetrating question, and it must be asked today. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? With all the wickedness going on, who knows? When Jesus comes, Will he find us faithful? Consider some of the practical ways in which we can remain ready for his coming. First, we can pray about his coming. In Revelation 22:20, 20, John speaks the words of Jesus. Yes, I am coming soon. Then John prayed, these words. Even so, come Lord Jesus. We also notice that Paul closes 1 Corinthians with a prayer that we sometimes neglect or overlook. Maranatha, which means in Aramaic, come O Lord. Question, when was the last time you prayed that prayer? for Jesus to come again. Have you ever spoken that prayer? 
There are a lot of us that haven't, even some Christians haven't. Like the early Christians, hopefully, you will pray each day, day. Even so, come Lord Jesus. We can also read scriptures about his coming. Many passages in the New Testament speak of his coming. These scriptures can easily be found by consulting a Bible dictionary, concordance, or a good study Bible. Or you can talk with wise or knowledgeable Christians about God's word and about Jesus' coming. Doing these things will help to remind us of our calling. This, does all of us know even what our calling is? And remind us of our hope in Christ. We can read such scriptures as Colossians 3, 2 through 4. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on this earth. For you have died, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to 18. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the archangels call, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Titus 2, 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared and the salvation of all men, training us to renounce air religion in worldly passions and to live sober, upright, and godly lives in this world, awaiting our blessed hope, the appearing of the glorious of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all iniquity and to purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. May we speak to the Lord in prayer about his coming, and may the Lord speak to us through his word about his coming. Next, we can preach about his coming. The apostolic preaching about Jesus Christ included his coming again. We should preach the same truth. But with all these religions and religious affiliations out here, 
There are many of them that don't preach the truth. Acts 3.20 and 21. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, God, whom heaven received until the time for establishing all that God spoke by the mouths of his holy prophets from of old. If one preaches good, clear messages from the New Testament books, he will speak from many texts pertaining to Christ's return. Also, in worship, there are many opportunities to proclaim the return of the Lord, including the time of invitation. During the Lord's Supper, we can speak his words as Paul did. Paul's words say, proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. First Corinthians, that's found in First Corinthians eleven twenty-six. We can also sing about his coming. We get instructions for admonition in the faith through the songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. You may want to take these passages down and when you find the time, go home and read them. Ephesians 5.19 and Colossians 3.16. Many of the hymns we sing speak of his coming. For instance, in the last verse of How Great Thou Art, it says, When Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart? Then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my God how great thou art. In worship, let us sing about his coming. Remember though, and what I'm about to read, I will make some remarks on because this goes on more than we think. Remember, though, Scripture does not encourage us to do as some have done. They are those who have sold their possessions and lived together on a mountaintop waiting for the Lord to come. Remember, we do not know the day or the hours he's coming. And there was a gentleman who said that he calculated and he knew what day and what time he was coming. And then when the day came and passed and Jesus didn't come, he said, I miscalculated and let me go back and do it again. And he did. And that day passed also. Jesus, only Jesus and the Father knows what day he's going to come. Now that we have taken a few moments to look at Jesus' second coming according to Scripture, and as we 
as Christians look forward to his second coming, let me ask a question. Have you obeyed God's gospel so that you can be counted among those that we will meet him in the air? If not, let me tell you what you must do to be saved. If you desire to be saved, you must be in Christ. Acts 4, 12. The only way to get into the blood of Christ is to believe. John 8, 24. You must repent of your sins. Luke 13, 3. Confess your faith. Matthew 10, 32, and 33. And be baptized or buried with Christ. Being baptized or buried with Christ puts one into the blood of Christ. Galatians 3.23. And that reads, For as many of you that were baptized into Christ did put on Christ. We will be ever, Christ will be ever ready to save until the end of time. If there's anyone who has not obeyed the gospel and would like to do so, we would ask that you come forward as we get ready to sing the invitation song. Or if you need the prayers of the church, or if there's any other way that we can assist you this evening, we ask that you stand and come forward as we sing the song that has been selected. 